This is River Radio. River Radio is Spread the word. Tumble out of bed and I stumble to the kitchen. Pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping. Out on the streets, the traffic starts jumping with folks like me on the job from nine to five. Working nine to five. Hello and welcome. You're listening in today to Let's Talk Business with me, Fiona Johnson, on River Radio. Today, I'd like to welcome to the studio Megan Clare of Megan Clare Photography. Megan is a very talented personal branding photographer, something which as small business owners, we must all be aware of. Hello, Megan. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. A little bit wet. (laughs) Just running in from outside. How's your week going so far? Yes, good. Busy. Lots of lots of stuff going on. Lots of admin as well as photo shoots. So, yeah. I suppose you can't always be out on shoot. At some point, you've got to play catch up and I don't know, edit the photographs and do all that sort of desk work. Yeah, yeah, and all the. All the things that come with running a business. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So just as our businesses have a brand image and authority to uphold, so do we as either owners of the business or even more so when we are the business. And a personal brand is described as the competitive edge that splits you from your competition and makes you more appealing to customers and clients. The more you focus on a personal brand and your personal branding, the more you elevate yourself as a unique individual. And if I'm allowed to use the word, and it's a bit of a buzzword that I know lots of people don't like, it makes you more authentic. Mm. So on today's show, we'll be discussing how you can build on your goals, your skills and your values to elevate your personal brand. Plus, we've also got our quick fire round, getting to know what's behind the real Megan. And Megan has chosen some great tracks for today. And if you've got any questions that bug, that are bugging you about your personal brand, why not email in um, fiona at river.radio and we'll work on supporting to answer your questions. So, Megan, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a bit more about what you do? Um, yeah, so I'm Megan Clare. I'm a personal branding photographer, as Fiona said. Um, I help businesses, uh, small and large, and entrepreneurs, um, really show up online and create visual imagery that just are in line with their brand and just show off their personality because it's really important that people um, create a presence online that people, the customers and clients can connect with. Um, can and relate to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And feel that they can work with that person or want to invest in that person and business and brand. Because, um, yeah, people connect with people. So, um with this online world, we need to be Absolutely. able to have an opportunity to connect. Absolutely. But I'm just wondering, um, what's the difference between a personal branding photographer and, say, a, a headshot photographer or, or someone who does portraits, business portraits, let's say? Um, 
so like corporate photography um in that sense are more it's it's in line with the branding of the business but it's bigger businesses and they have lots of employees that need exactly the same headshot and it's rather just the vibe of the business rather than the personality of the individual which is different to personal branding because that works with entrepreneurs and small businesses where there's smaller number of people um, and their personalities are crucial to how the business is run and the the um, atmosphere and culture that comes along with that business mm. um, and it's how you portray that as well isn't it yeah because you know we've all seen the corporate headshots where they're yeah. sort of posing with a, a white pen. backdrop <laughs> and a <laughs> yeah, very exactly. a very boring bright white studio lights I've there's very much a thinking about the elements within the photo that tell the story of the brand and the business and their personality so yeah and I mean sometimes you must be handed a gift say where their their branding is so obvious you just think um, uh, or what they do perhaps as a business so obvious it ties in with their brand you think oh my goodness this is going to be you know the photographs I can't think of anything off the top of my head but there must be other times when you think how does someone's values or skill sets you know how do you show them in a photograph yeah so when you are photographing someone with the product that they sell Mm. it's very easy to um photograph the process of that product being made and everything however services are this more of the struggle because it's capturing the personality and also showing what they do so photographing a mortgage broker for instance how would you show that they're really into into the um environment and how they like that's part of their usp is that they're into the environment part of like all these different things how are you going to put those into the images and how are you going to make that like part of his brand but within his imagery um or her imagery yes exactly Um, and yes and and to do it in a way that it's not so that they're wearing a a a t-shirt that says you know whatever but it's that subtle way of just conveying that message isn't it yeah so that could be through settings where you're setting setting the photo shoot Mm. where what props you use um etc yeah 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 because I think personal branding photography I mean personal branding is one of those words that's becoming more and more prevalent and we're all much more aware of it but the branding uh, sorry the photography side of it is probably quite a new concept and I wonder if it's since lockdown and covid we've all realized how important it is to show up online and because everything is visual and online and there's none of that touchy-feely you've got to um, sort of you've got to convey it in such a way and it's also a case of um, people connecting with people through imagery yeah and that's a you know it's a great way of of sort of showing up and showcasing what you do but it's also I think we're all stepping away from those stock images which yeah. just people can see through now and they just don't cut it anymore do they yeah stock imagery is a great form of photography however if you're wanting to grow your personal brand and let people connect with you it's just like you can't get photos that completely color align like they are they look like they come from the same shoe or they look like they're from your brand. Like you need personalized photos featuring you um, because it just helps people connect with you and see a glimpse of what you do and why you'd love what Mm. you do. And yeah, so they can connect. It's It's a very clever way of doing it, isn't it? Because Mm. you've got a visual image and yet in that image are all the messages that have been worked on behind the scenes by 
sort of with the, with the marketing heads on and then the sales yeah. and, and, you know, the whole sort of spectrum of what goes on behind the business. And it's all conveyed mm. in, in you know, obviously, a series of images, but it's one image that gets used. You know, and it's not a, a logo. Yeah. It is it is that person. Yeah. Um and as a as a business owner, I mean it's absolutely key to make sure that you are representing your brand but also mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. Um, it's very helpful in terms of creating talking points mm-hmm. as well. So um say you have a coffee mug in your photo, you can be like, Oh, I love coffee and on your social media start a conversation about coffee, where their favourite coffee shop is, what kind of coffee they drink, are they a tea drinker? All those kind of things. Um there's lots of opportunities through photos to tell a story and reuse them um for the purpose of marketing your business and yes sharing your personalities and interests yeah I suppose even just down to yes it's sort of a desk shot yeah and it's a bit like a sort of snapshot into someone's life just as you'd see a a photograph or sorry see inside someone's kitchen and you you kind of think oh I'm getting a feel for what this person's like so you can with someone's desk and there's all these stories on a desk aren't there each item on the desk tells something about that that person yeah so yeah. where did the idea from for specialising in branding photography come from? Um, so I was in South Africa oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I had a friend who was starting her own business, her and another lady. They have a creative marketing agency um, and she lived in South Africa. This is a friend from university and we, she asked me to do some photos while I was on holiday and um it was just photos. They'd had a whole bunch of photos of their faces. They just wanted photos for content. And at this point, this is 2019, and at this point, the um, yeah, personal branding fo- photography wasn't a big thing. It wasn't like a buzzword or mm, like um, not many now, people yeah. know, knew about it. Yeah. And so it was just content photography. Um, and so I just started photographing her and her just typing away with her coffee next to her. We were in a coffee shop in South Africa in the midsummer. It was beautiful. Um, and those photos just really helped them create talking points. And it, I just really enjoyed helping them create content that had a purpose. Yeah. Um, and then I thought, okay, this could be a really interesting avenue into doing photography and working with companies and businesses um because yeah everyone needs photos and it's just educating people as to why they need photos and um the importance of them and then the pandemic hit and people realized even more so how much they need it Mm. um to be able to show up online especially when you can't connect with people in person um the importance of like connecting online and it is it's that connections are sort of the the something mm. you can't touch something that's just vibing out of the photograph yeah Yeah. and we're all craving yeah um craving that interaction yeah yeah Yeah. goodness me gosh and how did you cope during the pandemic because you know obviously we were all shut away and you photograph people I know how does that work it was uh it did get put down for a bit Mm. um ended up working at one of the supermarkets yeah (laughs) um and then it slowly started picking itself back up um, at the end of 2020. And then, yeah, started networking. Yeah, Networking has been one of the biggest and best things I could have done, um, not just for my business, but for my personal growth and confidence in talking about Lovely. photography yep. and business. So, um, yeah. I that. suppose it's, yes, it's, you're right, because the networking one always sort of thinks um, 
you know, I'm going to find a networking group whereby I can, sorry, this sounds quite harsh, but you know, where I can sell. <laughs> yeah. But actually it's more than that, isn't it? It's the yeah. support, it's the learnings, it's the sort of community you build through that network. Yeah. So it's, it's obviously really worked for you. Yeah. It's the selling through the room, not mm. to the room. Very yeah. much that ethos. Um, yeah. Good. Um, and what would you say is like, is the best part of your job? Or making people, changing people's opinions about getting photos taken is okay. my most favourite thing. Um, when they walk into the photo shoot and they're like, oh, I hate having my photo <laughs> taken. <Yep. Been> there. <laughs> <laughs> and um, by the end of it being like, oh, is the session over? Oh, can we not keep going? Kind of um, like, yeah. It is. I was just thinking, actually, because photography is such a sort of personal thing. And I think we all feel quite vulnerable. And as much as we walk around with our phones in our pockets thinking, oh, I can take photographs and selfies and do all this at the same time. It's very different when you're put in that environment sort of, and I was going to say formal, but it's not formal formal it's, it's just not more natural like it's, okay that's probably a better way of yeah. putting it exactly it's not this natural environment and you feel quite vulnerable and quite um exposed yeah and, and so yes you must have a real knack at being able to put people at ease yeah well people are my passion really so I love just learning about people and their business and why they get into it um which is part of what I do obviously in the leading up to a photo yep. shoot um but that is where my passion lies is with people is making them smile and um, building their confidence and encouraging them. So, um, yeah. I guess that then comes out, it comes through, doesn't it, yeah. in the photographs. If you can put people at ease and make them feel confident yeah. as a business owner, they then look confident, which let's face it, that's yeah. what we all want. And yeah. then the fact that, as you say, then you can change their opinions and their perception of a photograph session yeah. or a, you know how they feel about their business afterwards then you must feel really good yeah um, and I and there's must be a lot of work that goes in before the photographs which we probably don't get to see we yeah. all expect the after you know the the editing afterwards but if you're putting together the sort of brandy you must have to do quite a lot of sort of di- deep diving yeah. to understand what what they're trying and what their message is yeah it's a lot of conversation and um, research and planning and visual planning and making sure communicating as to what they're expecting and what I'm visualizing Mm. and then they can see what I'm visualizing as well so before we create any images they know um yeah it's a long process and it it is is more than excuse me it is more than just those headshots where perhaps you and I'm, I don't mean I'm not I'm not trying to sort of belittle it because there's a there's a time and a place for it but it's yeah. much more there's a sort of room or a studio set up yeah. as you say with the background you walk in you pose it probably is a little bit uncomfortable yeah um and it's over quickly which yeah. is maybe a good thing for some people you know so you've got there's a time and a place for everything yeah. isn't there but it's very different what you do yeah I do enjoy changing the perspective because I obviously growing up or when you're younger you get put in these school photos yeah. and like <laughs> Uh, or your parents stage you in these random studios with these random toys and backdrop and you're just you're like, feeling really uncomfortable yeah, in some strange it's not position. natural yeah. it's not natural so um yeah so people have that expectation in their head it's going to be that discomfort and unnatural setting um so I do my best to make sure it's in a place that's familiar to them especially if it's part of their story say they started their business working in a coffee shop or something actually being in that coffee shop or in a coffee shop to represent the coffee shop Mm. um and just making sure that they're comfortable and not feel like there's stage lights on them and like yes getting hot under the the lights because they're very warm and lots of flashes like I don't do that it's not like it's very chilled 
I can imagine. Yeah. Yes. Well, I also, and I know you that. You do know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we've discussed what the best part of your job is. Dare I ask what the worst part or the sort of least favourite, I should say. Oh, least favourite is, oh gosh, probably the admin. Oh. <laughs> Just, yes. I think I, I, and the learning, I love learning, but it's the finding the right avenue to make my admin life more efficient Mm. right now it's still processing all of that and figuring out okay how can I manage all these people and make sure I'm doing the best for each client yep but while working on my own business and like trying to promote my own like stuff social media is a full-time job anyway um never mind running a business as well as marketing yourself um so it's it's finding that balance and trying to make time for the admin yes. side and, of things. And then also I imagine that editing takes quite a long time as it well. Does. And it is, I don't know, is it a bit of sort of how long is a piece of string? Because you can just keep tinkering, tinkering. You could, yeah. No, I try and set a certain amount of time mm. to it. Um, but it, it's quite fun. Like If I really enjoy the shoot, I really enjoy editing <laughs> the shoot. Yes. Um, I think definitely the personalities and the the vibe on the shoot really impacts how people feel about it afterwards because every photo creates a memory and it's inside your brain so it will take you back to those moments Mm. so if you're having a terrible feeling horrible don't feeling really self-conscious and everything you're having your photo taken then actually and you feel that in the photos when you look back at them that's how you'll feel the sweaty palm yeah (laughs) and like you'll pick at it but if you're not thinking about the specifics and you're just like enjoying yourself having a bit of fun capturing you laughing and then when you look back you'll have these fond memories of the photos rather than like stressful memories and for me working on it it makes it much easier so actually the editing side of things is quite fun especially if you pop on a movie in the background that just like you have the chatter yeah (laughs) yeah otherwise you're staring at an image for so long in this uh yes but it's true actually because isn't back to say you'd say we're looking at um people outside of your business connecting with your photographs and with you and what you do Mm -hmm. but likewise you've got to have a connection with the photographs um, and be proud of them to yeah want to share them yes not not being forced to share them but you know you put them on your website say and how lovely to be able to go yeah do you know that I like that I like my website I'm proud of it I'm proud of my business all again through the imagery yeah because if you're proud of it and you're excited to like show people then you're gonna go and be like look at my website guys yes. like look at <laughs> yeah. my social media look how great I look you know, <laughs> know. Check <me> out. <laughs> that's yeah brilliant. that's brilliant um so just I mean it's interesting isn't it with your personal personal branding hat on um do you are there any particular skills you think that you you might need for you know for um as a business owner or skills in what sense in terms of well I suppose I'm just thinking along the lines of you know if you had a, a I suppose from a from a photography point let's take it from a photography point of view yeah. what sort of skill would you say if someone's thinking and they're listening in and they're thinking I'd quite like to try some photography right. um, what skill would you think they might need as a as a business owner to do photography okay as a photography business owner mm. yeah um they oh I guess it's a hard one I, learning it, constantly yeah. learning um but actually learning what it means like how people read an image like 
like they say an image says a thousand words says more than whatever that saying is but um is making sure that you know how to tell a story through the image and what that's saying um because you don't want a professional business shoot to be unless to be in like a bedroom or like do you know what i mean like back to those early zoom days yeah (laughs) and like it's just making sure like that message sends something else if you're doing a shoot sitting on your bed like what does that tell people Mm. like that's a weird thing to be doing if you're not say you're selling cricket bats or something like that like you wouldn't be doing a shoot a portrait session in a bedroom because that's just not appropriate or but say you're selling something else whether it's pjs or something then very different yeah but in a bedroom then that works absolutely like it's just figuring out what learning what setting fits the what you're trying yeah. to say and beyond the obvious and as well yeah. i think that's the case is you know being clever and as you say finding that interim that you, you mentioned the yeah. coffee shop type thing and yeah. then that gives you some content for your social media yeah. yeah yeah okay well thank you very much for sharing all those insights megan no um, we're going to move to your first track and i would like you to introduce it um it's look up child and i I have to say, I haven't heard this before. When I first heard it, it literally made me go sort of quite <laughs> goosebumpy. But I don't know if there's a story behind it or if there's, or you just would like to introduce it. It just um, is a very lovely song that I always get encouraged by, just to also to look up from technology. I, I look at it in that sense. Oh, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, so you do the desk, doing all the editing. Yeah. And it's like, don't forget to look up. Yeah. yeah, and take your eyes off of what's just in front of you. So, so this um, is Look Up Child. Um, by Lauren Daigle. Daigle. Yes. When darkness seems to win, where are you now when the world is crumbling? Oh, I, I, I hear you say.
across the Thames Valley. One more time. Across the Thames Valley. This, this is River Radio. Well, now for some pop music. Try this. Hello and welcome back. You're listening to Fiona Johnson on River Radio's Let's Talk Business show. Thank you for listening in today. Today we are joined by Megan Clare of Megan Clare Photography and Megan Clare is a personal branding photographer and she's very talented as well. You must check out some of her imagery. Um, and don't forget, if you've missed part of today's show, you can listen to the show again on Catch Up, either via the website, river.radio, or as a podcast on Alexa, Apple, Google, Spotify, all the usual channels. Um, and obviously, if you want to get in touch or ask us anything or ask Megan anything, do send in an email. It's fiona at river.radio. Now, the next round is always, it's a bit of, bit of fun and frivolity when we really could have asked some very deep and probing <laughs> questions um so we're going to do our quick fire round so megan do you prefer marmite or peanut butter oh peanut butter for sure <laughs> I <love> that. no <laughs> hesitation whatsoever. whatsoever um beer or wine wine oh, okay oh yeah <laughs> um i think i know this answer you've dropped lots of hints earlier um tea or coffee coffee <laughs> <laughs> are you quite a coffee addict yeah, recent years, yes. I used to never drink coffee about three years ago. Oh, really? I never drank coffee, and now every day. How many are you? Quite a few cups a day. Uh, no, probably one or two. Okay, morning. Black. Get you, okay, really, the strong stuff, get you through the day. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, rugby or football? Rugby, oh, all the way, yeah. Excellent. Um, cats or dogs? Dogs. Do you have a dog? I used to. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I know. Oh, dear. She I passed away last year. Oh, sad. sad times. I yeah. know. <laughs> you, did, you you miss them, and that's the trouble. Yeah. They sort of. There's just a gap, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. What about your favourite band? Oh goodness. Oh, I don't know. You were. Yeah, I was going to say I was going to say Blur Oasis, but you're far too young to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know the names, yeah. but I don't listen to them. Okay, show me up. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, are you a night owl or an early bird? Oh, early bird. So you yeah. do. You like to get up, catch that worm. Yeah. Get to your desk. I suppose you've got to go on location quite often, haven't you? So that's yeah. probably an early start. I like. I'm. I'm more productive in the morning anyway. So getting up early getting stuff done and yeah. chill in the afternoon get that coffee down yeah you, absolutely <laughs> what about your favorite pick-me-up are you sort of dance around the kitchen tables or are you a cup of coffee <laughs> or? um yeah dance around go for a walk go to the gym do something active I'm very yeah. active in that sense keeps so. you motivated keeps yeah, you get going the blood pumping oh. you know. <laughs> when when and if you do manage to go on holiday are you a relaxing break or an adventure holiday type oh, person relaxing break somewhere Indeed. warm somewhere I can read a few books and just during flop. the year don't get to read oh, that's the trouble, don't have isn't the it? focus to read mm. whereas books on holiday I read probably like four or five in a week oh gosh yeah okay. yeah just yeah. literally plow through them yeah <laughs> what about do you have a favorite city oh gosh um somewhere you've been on your travel or sometimes it's just your hometown yeah <laughs> my hometown is south africa so, is it now yeah oh, so okay. as you can tell by my accent <laughs> it does um, creep in <laughs> no i'm joking no i am from south africa but yeah durban is my favorite place to go to oh, um, gosh and you probably haven't been able to go out there for a long time um sadly i was there recently my grandpa passed away so i was having i went out for his funeral but um which was a privilege to go yeah for a week but, but sad not, reason yeah, to go very yeah. sad reasons oh goodness um, me yeah 
Um, and what about outside of work? If you have time, do you have any um, hobbies or interests or something that oh. we might not guess about you? Oh, do you know what? I just, one activity I love doing as a bit of self-care mm. is uh, going to the cinema on my own. Oh, now that is a odd. good one yeah. yeah but it's not odd lots of but people you... are like no let me come with you I'm like no I actually prefer going on my own do you yeah because you you're just you're not allowed to talk in the cinema anyway yep and you can so, lose yourself yeah yep. you can so, and a... you can laugh out loud and you don't know anyone <laughs> so who's gonna care if you're laughing out loud yeah. like and you can have the biggest box of popcorn and exactly. you don't have to share it exactly that is perfect <laughs> um um, I hope this isn't going to be too tricky, but I'm going to ask you to describe yourself in three words. Oh, um, joyful. Yes. Smiley. Um, and a bit of a goofball. <laughs> I think those three go together quite yeah. well. You're painting a beautiful picture. But can I just say all in the best possible taste? Yeah. <laughs> I have seen, yes, I've, the goofball, I can see that. Again, check out your social media and we'll see, <laughs> see what we mean. Um, now, we've obviously, we've all, we're all coming out the other side, lockdown and everything. Was there a, a, a podcast or, or a book or something? Well, let's start with a podcast. Was there something that helped get you through lockdown? Um, didn't, I've, yeah, so there's a podcast I've started listening to, but I found this lady, Erin um, May Henry, um, in lockdown she on social media she's in australia and is a business coach and she has this um podcast called the chillpreneur podcast um and it's just a completely different take on running businesses and like running your own business and not going by this same old book okay um businesses tend to go to and what you must do and you should do and those like really and if you don't do them you feel like you're failing she kind of comes at the approach where talks about the things that we struggle with and how to just do life but also enjoy running a business and all those things that come with very chill I like that so it's (laughs) sorry the chillpreneur podcast and that's Erin May Henry yes I might have to check that out yeah she's great the idea of chilling but still running an empire yeah yeah (laughs) brilliant um and are you a sort of a fact or a fiction well obviously only when you go on holiday you're a fact or a fiction reader um on holiday I like novels Mm. but during the year I like to read like not not self-help ones but self-develop yep book so at the moment I'm reading a book called um the art of gathering how and why we gather oh that sounds interesting yeah by Priya Parker um I came across it actually in lockdown listening to Brene Brown's unlocking unlocked us or unlocking um us or something podcast and they were having a, a discussion and this this book is just really interesting I'm only halfway through it but it's really interesting in learning about how to gather well and what there's so many elements in it that we don't think about so at the moment I'm reading the chapter about pre-game so if you have an event Mm. going on preparing your guests beforehand so that they know what to expect but without giving the whole thing away Um, and so that they know kind of whether it's formal it's like you don't just focus when you're planning a uh, gathering you don't just focus on the food and the stuff you actually have to take care of the people who are coming to it mm. and making sure that they're comfortable and you're leading them through the the whole gathering I suppose, I suppose and think of it as a journey isn't it yeah so they, yes 
and I know what you mean, sort of a party in a sense. You're like, yeah, just turn up, we're going to have some fun. But if you think of it, say, as a business event or a yes. networking event yeah. or something, it's it's not just, right, have we got some water on the tables? Yeah. It's what what are we going to talk about? How can I put people at ease? Yeah. Um, who can I introduce to who? It's the whole yeah, yeah process behind Navigating it. Navigating yeah. it. As well as, like, she talks about um, the in business meetings, making sure that people know where they are meeting is whether it's in like say two companies are meeting do they want to meet in a neutral space or in one of their offices Mm. if they meet in someone's office that person who owns that office will have automatic power over the whole situation because it's in their space subconsciously yes okay but if you meet in a neutral space no one has the power it's very equal grounds you know all those kind of things so setting matters as to where you're hosting a gathering whether it's a meeting a party um a dinner like yep dinner group thing um all the different or even a lunch meeting or something like that absolutely the kind of foods you have, everything. Oh, golly, that's getting... Yeah. yeah that's that's <laughs> lots of, lots of analysts, yeah. analytics there. Um, so that's The Art of Gathering. Um, and sorry, who was that by? Priya Parker. Priya Parker. Yeah. Oh, right, that's another one to add yeah. to the list. Thank you for that, Megan. <laughs> right, so we've heard about personal branding, photography, and how you, yeah. how, how you sort of came across deciding to do personal branding photography but how did you what is your business journey how did you actually get into photography in the first place oh well I've always been a creative growing up um but I could never paint or draw or (laughs) (laughs) no you can still be creative don't laugh don't laugh but I know what you mean that's what everyone immediately assumes oh let me see your artwork yeah and that's never been my strong suit so when I was going to pick my a-levels I decided I wanted to focus on photography. So we had a really cool photography course at my college and um, I really enjoyed it. And then thought, if I'm going to go to university, I'm going to do something I enjoy that I'm not going to get bored of. And so I decided to do photography at university. All the while thinking I'm never going to be a photographer. Never, ever in a million years. Because you didn't want to or just thought you wouldn't have the opportunity? No, because how I perceived it was that it was these artists that were putting up galleries and always really okay. conceptual yeah. where for me creating art um as a photographer I liked it to have a purpose um and to actually help people really practically I'm quite a practical logical analytical person so um I was always criticized by that by my uh, <laughs> um photography t- like tutors at uni because it wasn't like conceptual and like out there enough I was very practical and like straight to the point yeah, in which my... is why you're perfect for doing what you do because yeah. it's very yeah, the practicality comes through in your photographs yeah, it's what I love to do so yeah. um yeah so that's what um I got into and how I got into it and then coming out of uni I decided actually this is what I want to do yeah um where do you start though hey I'm a, pho- a photographer yeah <laughs> I just started with families and friends doing family photography and um doing all those Invest- the little things investing in equipment yeah. as well oh gosh this egg. year yeah. I've invested a lot in equipment which is great <laughs> Ooh, <a new> toy. <laughs> yeah I love it yeah. I'm love it. I'm becoming more of a geek when it comes to photography equipment oh no that's good <laughs> that's teaching. good yeah, yeah. And do you think you would have done anything differently looking back? Um, Part of me thinks 
I could have gone into assisting another photographer or um, doing a grad scheme after university mm. and just to get those connections in the bag. Um, but then also, I've also enjoyed my journey as to how I've done it. Yes. It's been slow. It's been three years since I started. Well, and not helped by a pandemic. Um, and not yeah. helped by a pandemic. But in the last year, it's really blown up and... Um, consistent which is amazing an absolute blessing really it is um, I mean you're right that consistency and something like what you do is perfect yeah you, when you've got recurring you know, clients as yeah well. and oh, that's brilliant and you've got you've got a name for yourself yeah and a, and a reputation and that's what you know people I imagine will come to you and um someone will look at photographs I mean I know I've had this because as I said yeah. you've done my photograph oh who did those you know so yeah. there's always the recommendations out there that's wonderful um, and I'm also, I hope I'm not landing you in it, but I know you've completely embraced social media. Um, for anyone that's listening, do check Megan out on social media. She is all over various platforms. Do you have a favourite platform that's sort of working well for you at the moment? Instagram is my favourite because mm-hmm. it's the one that I go to most, yep. um, which I think is the best way about it. If you're going to do social media marketing um, for your own business, go to the one on the one that you use most and figure out what you enjoy to create. Um, Something I learned from Erin May Henry is you should enjoy your um, creations on, on Instagram and social media. If you enjoy watching it, then other people enjoy it because you enjoy it, you know, because it's contagious. It is, but I'm sort of sitting here with that fear of you know that when you've done something and yes you might enjoy it but you press the post button and you suddenly think the point mm, of no return it is and a, there's that sort of no I mean obviously you, you get over with over it with time but those first few times and say you yeah. do a reel yeah obviously everyone's talking about Instagram reels and I know Megan you do a lot of reels <laughs> but there must be so yes I enjoy that that's fun but there's still that moment when you think oh yeah a plus it's got to be on brand you know and more so for you than perhaps anyone because yeah. you've got to practice what you preach yeah I definitely Definitely, for me, I struggle with the um, wording and what to say with the reels. I can happily perform a little dance or um, do anything like that. And because my background growing up, I was a dancer and did perform on stage and everything. So, like, that is natural to me. It's the speaking and Interesting. The writing the words and making sure I'm doing all that. Um, but I also think sometimes just to create pe- your content for people to come into the door like you're just like hey. waving them in and being oh. like hey look at look at this and then they'll come in and see something and then they'll have a deeper look as to what you do and if they're really interested and they'll inquire even more so if they're really really interested um it's just making yourself present and showing up and showing your face really yeah which I think you're doing a great job of by the way but I like that open the door yeah that's a really good way of looking at it because I think we think of it as like what do I put out what do I put out I've got to showcase 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 but actually what you're doing is you're opening the door and saying do you fancy a chat yeah yeah one one thing I heard and I learned about and it really sticks with me is especially with Instagram you've got to picture it as your your shop front window Mm. More though, more than a website sometimes, yeah. maybe particularly for your line of business. Yeah, so if you're selling a product or especially products is much easier, but product or a service or anything, you've got to picture it as your shop front window because it's the place where people will scroll and look at what you do and mm. um, that's what will attract them if they know, they can see who you are and 
they they like what you do what you're creating and that it's visually appealing to their eyes for them to be like oh actually this is cool I want to keep looking at this and then they'll keep reading and probably click onto your post and read more on more in detail um so it's just like imagine walking past a shop window and yeah. you see jewelry or something in the window or cakes <laughs> yep, or, okay I'm you with know you. Yep. um and you're like wow that cinnamon bun looks amazing what do they have inside and then you go inside you know yes. it's kind of the virtual version of that yeah and the other thing I've just I'm just put, putting all the pieces together in my head because obviously personal branding is what we're yes. talking about um and you could be forgiven for thinking why is Megan doing a dance yeah but actually you know apart, apart from the fact that visually everything is very branded very yeah. consistent it's definitely you you know I never have I never have to sort of see who it is that's posting I know it's you straight away but it's also that fact that oh dancing's part of your history and it's yeah. part of what makes you you there's a connection you know back to that you know it might be coffee but it might yeah. be dancing and then it's building up that picture of you which is building yeah. up your personal brand and also sometimes on a photo shoot if we've got music going yeah. we'll have a little boogie just to help you relax <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and talking of music why don't we move on to your second chosen track i don't know is there a story or anything would you like to introduce this no, this song is uh black and gold by sam sparrow um if you know it it's great um i've recently found it again it was one of my childhood favorites and i just uh yeah, I recently I, found it. I so. bet you do lots of dancing to this yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, let's have a listen. Thousand eyes staring back And all around these golden beacons I see nothing but 
Welcome back. You are listening to Fiona Johnson on River Radio's Let's Talk Business show. Thank you for listening in today. Um, and we're joined today by Megan Clare of Megan Clare Photography. How's it going for you? Yeah, great. Yeah, enjoy. <laughs> is this the first time on the radio? Yes, it is. Oh, I, hope, I hope you're loving it. I hope you're going to do lots more. Very nice talking to you. Um, so whilst we were listening to that track, we actually had a question that came in from, um, from Susan in Newbury. And she was asking, have you got any tips on how to relax and how you might come across as natural when you're having your photograph taken? And I have to say, I know exactly what she means because <laughs> you don't want to you know, smile and you feel really forced. So yeah. if you've got any quick tips you could share, that would be wonderful. One of the, there's two things I do. I tend to chat with the client, with the model, as you might say, um, just to get them talking about things in their life or something that makes them happy or, um, and then capture those moments that make them laugh or smile or that would just capture them. Um, I also try and get them to imagine they were talking to a client or a customer and that then makes them they might feel a bit nervous but then they release this like little giggle and then you capture those little moments that are genuinely them um I'm just on the camera just ready to take photos of all those moments and I suppose that's Um, where the editing comes in because I know if I'm talking and someone takes a photograph I look like I'm talking yes (laughs) it's Yeah. yeah it's picking the ones that getting those moments and picking the photos that actually are in between those talking moments where you look relaxed and just because mm. when you start thinking about other things rather than being photographed um you yes, start to just like relax and it's um yeah I tried I try and get people to smile as much as they can because that's really approachable and everyone wants to sort of open face, face isn't it yeah. yes I was going to say I I've I've admitted but I'm going to admit again that uh, Megan actually was uh, the one that did my um, imagery for uh, I was I was rebranding I knew I needed some new photographs um, and actually Megan's photographs really changed my outlook because yeah. if I sort of look back and, and if I'm honest with myself I was definitely hiding behind the pictures that I had previously um, I'd taken them myself or they were yeah. stock imagery and reluctantly literally kicking and screaming I thought it's time to go and have some proper photographs done I met Megan and she absolutely blew me away, not only with putting me at my ease, um, but I, I was so thrilled with the imagery that I literally, I, I changed my website, I, ch- yeah. I changed so much. And I'm not suggesting that everyone needs to get <laughs> changing everything, um, but it comes back to, I think that I suddenly realised, and I knew this, but I could actually now visualise it, that people more than ever want to build that trust with a person yeah. and people buy from people, don't yeah. they? Yeah, it was, it's also really lovely seeing on social media and on your website all your photos. Like that brings me so much joy as a creator, seeing them in use and actually helping your business grow and people connect with you. Um, so that's like, that's another reason why I do what I do is helping businesses. You must feel like a sort of proud mother when you look yeah. at someone's website or they pop up on your feed. And you're yeah. like, oh, I took those photos. LinkedIn, yep. scrolling and then like every other headshot, I'm like, 
oh, there's my photo. <laughs> and you can see that they're just happy and enjoying what they do, you know. That's lovely. That's yeah. lovely. But um, for people out there that might be considering some having some photography done, have you got any tips that you might share with how to find the right photographer? Because obviously everyone's different, just as yeah. every photographer's different. Yeah, so every if you look at photography like an artwork, you got to find a photographer that works, has a style that you like. So definitely do your research as to the photographer's style and their what how they present themselves online and um then have a chat with them is another one because mm. you can't get a feel of their personality and they can't get a feel of your per- personality through emails or a few dms you know you need to have that person to person conversation and if you don't click you don't click you go on and find someone else i'm very much a you need to be able to trust your photographer because you are in a vulnerable situation. Mm. Um, everyone finds photography, getting photographs scary. So if you are feeling scared and you don't trust your photographer to make you feel at ease or to make you feel comfortable, those photos, are no matter how good they are and how much you invest, in, you will still feel that way when you look back at them. So you need someone that will create a great experience for you. Um And so, yeah, finding that person and doing your research is one point that and I suppose it's not just price, is it? It's and and it's and it's not just skill either, because every photographer is good. But it's that I guess it comes back to that personal connection again. Yes, yeah, because I mean, anyone can take a photo. I say that not too lightly but um like lots of people can take photos but there's people who've got the time and the skill that have been put into it and some people who take photos they don't have the people skill Mm. that goes alongside it um they might be wildlife photographers or um interior design photographers like the people the photos that don't require people to be in them whereas for me my passion is with people because I feel I think I have got a skill that I can make people feel at ease. Yes, and and bringing out that personality. Whereas photographing a room and a room set completely different. Or products, you know, if you're doing product shots for websites and things, completely different. Because you can do that in your own time, or you do it like it's very on your own. Whereas I am a on with a person. Yes, you like working with people. So um, finding the right photographer for you, not just um yeah. being like oh you take photos of landscapes you'll be great to do my portraits yeah and they might be yes. but they might not have the people skills to go with it or you know and it comes back to that goofing around yeah yeah <laughs> so you can goof around put them at ease yeah exactly. bring joy yeah i love that and i was going to ask you um sort of what what challenge you might have within your business you know we're all business owners we all have often the same challenges and sometimes they're different challenges and I have a feeling that you might just hinted at one because you spend so much time with your clients and on location yeah and I sometimes that must mean traveling as well yeah that I you know how do you manage your time you've got to do editing you said you're an early bird you know it's something yeah. and I, I might be wrong so tell me if that but I that yeah. must be one of the challenges you come across yeah and, the challenge not only like just being on location it's also scouting locations Mm, so most of the time I'll go to the location beforehand talk to the people there see if they're okay with us using the space like making those connections um, and also finding places that are relevant for my clients Um, so it definitely is um, a lot of time managing and putting time aside I mean 
Thursday nights I put aside to, for self-care. I'm like, that is my time to not do anything, yep. not see anyone and just... Go to the cinema on your own. Go to the cinema on my own. Do something that I really enjoy, you know. Ring fence it. I think that's something we can all learn as business owners, isn't it? Because we so, particularly when we're providing a service, we want to really support our clients or support those around us. Yeah. And it's so easy to to sort of um, think you've got a relatively clear day to work on X or whatever. And then you end up, sometimes you you don't have the control, something happens. Yeah. And you've got to sort of rejig everything. But then the, the... the work fits the time yeah. and actually if you haven't ring fenced it yeah it's making sure you prioritize what needs to get done but also listening to like how you're feeling so if i'm really tired i know i won't do like i'll if and i was editing i won't do a good as job if i was mm. more awake so then i'm like i won't edit while i'm tired because then i'll have to redo it again when i'm more awake and yes. like lively that just wastes my time double the um, amount of time. So um, it's just being learning. aware of all yeah. those things. Yeah, that came with experience. Yes, and actually I imagine <laughs> sitting at a screen is tiring as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's tiring yeah. on the eyes. Yeah. I now, now I wear glasses, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a recent, uh, oh, a recent thing. <laughs> nothing wrong with glasses. <laughs> it's great. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's yes, it's difficult, isn't it? To sort of, I think that's, so we all juggle how do you know how managing our time I think is quite a, yeah quite an apt one um and I don't know if um well it sounds like you're doing a great job but then yes you're right you've got to find locations you've got to do your research as, yeah. as we said it's not just a case of of turning up and um just taking the photographs but is there anything that you've you've struggled with as a business owner that you feel you'd like to share so that we can learn from you know as you just said you've learned the hard way about not working when you're tired I think that's really and learning when to say no actually yeah that almost comes sort of hand in hand with that and that's a difficult one it can be really difficult to say no yeah I think yeah there's there's a part that I like to focus on in terms of um making sure that I'm looking back and seeing where I've come how far Mm. I've come from where I started and even in a week being like okay cool I've done this this week and rather than always it's great looking forward and dreaming and but then you always feel like oh I haven't done enough or I'm gonna do I need to do more I need to do more and then you end up working 24 hour days Mm. but whereas if you look at your like like take a moment to just look back and think about all the things that have happened in the last month the last two months year and just be like actually I've come a long way what has sparked those things what has like leveraged those forward um whether it's actually just a change of mindset being like don't put it down put it away just just get it done don't put it off Mm. you know um or whether it's actually networking really works for me and my my marketing I'm going to invest in that and make sure that um, that is something I prioritize because that gets me more leads and yes. um, it's really rec- learning to recognize where um, certain things in your business in your personal life like whether it's going out for coffee and talking to the person next to you or getting to know the people who serve you coffee mm. and like chatting with them I mean my favorite coffee shop me going there all the time I've now do you have a lot gone and done there yeah (laughs) I mean I get so many people there but I also I now just done their headshots for their website because they got to know me and they got to know my style and actually like right we want to invest in 
this person because she's regular and she likes to come to our coffee shop and you know yeah, yeah they really get to know that trust yeah going there i suppose which so, comes back to that people buy from people yeah so it's yeah. just um finding that balance of um and that taking those moments to just look back and figure out what is worth putting the time in and what what isn't yeah. getting you anywhere and also i think as business owners we um it's really easy to beat yourself up yeah. and i like your just keep stay, taking stock look back yeah what have I done this week this yeah. month you know and as you say sometimes something really small and insignificant um is you can look back with hindsight and say that was the turning mm. point that led me to yeah uh, whether it's a, a project or something yeah. you know, a new skill I have yeah. a saying that I anyone who knows me uh, will know this saying that I learned a few years ago from someone else but I always ask myself and other people and at the end of the day always what's your highlight of the day Oh, yes. Okay. And what's your low light? Oh, that's a good one. Because so. sometimes it's good to think about things that have happened that's actually, it might not be terrible. It might be like, oh, I spilled coffee on me today, you know? <laughs> or it got rained on. <laughs> or, it got, or it was raining and it just yeah. didn't make me feel good. Or I was just feeling a bit more tired this morning. Mm. But to be like, actually, how did you get out of that? And um, sometimes it's good to look at the yeah. the low side and then actually be like actually and turn it into a positive exactly no, i like that i'm going to take that away too um thank you so much megan and if um someone wants to find out more about your business what's the best way for them to to, to, to seek you out um check out my instagram at meganclare.co.uk that would be fab or you can check out my website which is meganclare.co.uk but the dancing is on the instagram the, if you want the to dancing check is on the instagram <laughs> if you want to check that out <laughs> Excellent. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure having you here today. Um, and I hope everyone's enjoyed listening to uh, not, you, you know, not just you and your business journey, but learning about personal branding and what people can be doing with their personal branding photography. Um, so that is absolutely wonderful. Um, thank you for coming in today. Thank you for having me. It's been great. <laughs> Super. And if there is a particular issue or something you'd like to see covered in our Let's Talk Business show, then drop us an email, um, fiona at river.radio. And of course, if you've missed anything in today's show, you can listen in again via the website, which is river.radio or as a podcast. Um, see you next week. And thank you very much for joining us, Megan. And to everyone out there, thank you.